Did you get it? Is it on? <laughs> Good morning, people. Listen, important, 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 important. People have routines. They have a way of starting things. They have a way of stopping things, right? They go about their business. Right. Okay? And today I think it's important that we let people have a peek of behind the scenes how we get every day started here at the Ogre Network. Okay. And you know how it is. Yeah. There's I, I, one question that we got to ask before we get the day going. Yep. What do you plan to do today? Take over the world. There you go. <laughs> there it is, right? And that's how we get every day started here. Welcome to another episode of Taking Over the World with Ed and Aaron. You're Aaron. And Brain. I'm Ed. I'm Pinky. You're the Brain. <laughs> brain. Let's go. And what are we going to do today? Take over the world. Take over the world. That's it. Right. Same thing we do every day. Dang, man. They, those guys worked hard. Could you imagine waking up every day and having to try to take over the world? I do, not, it, I do it now. That's true. It's not for the week. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. For the week. This is not right? for the week. Like, not at all. Speaking of waking up, this one's... This one, I like this one, okay? People waking up, making changes in life, trusting their gut, going with their feelings, right? Like, right? Are you in your feelings today? No, but <laughs> you know how I feel about my Sun Devils, right? Yeah. I'm not talking about the football season. Okay, listen, right. So, right, right. Okay. Pac-12 died, so did ASU football last season, right? <laughs> they, they went down in a sinking ship together. Oh, on that topic real quick before you move on. Yes, sir. I just read that uh, Ryan Clark's son went into the portal. Oh, at ASU? Yeah. Yeah, we've got like five kids in the portal already. Like that ship is sinking and everything. <laughs> yeah, but like... I mean, I, I the was... only one left is Dillingham and the captain. I mean, like that—that that is it. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's going to be a rebuild. And, you know, you, when you when you win three football games, I mean, you've got to expect that's going to happen. I mean, we're shifting conferences. You know, we won three games. It's a hot mess right now. But, you know, sometimes you got to go backwards before you can get forward. you got to undo all that stuff. Right. But, this is what I saw last night, and it reminded me of ASU. It reminded me of the late, great number 42, Patrick Tillman, right? He's, Cardinal guy, yeah. Arizona guy. Obviously, no, we, uh, you know, he went into battle and obviously ended up passing away. But did you see the Utah State quarterback? Right? Yes, there's going to be a Navy right? SEAL. He's foregoing or done with. I don't know if he skipped his last season. I didn't get the whole thing. But yeah, he's, keeping, he's skipping, skipping his last yep. season. And turning down and, NIL money. And turning down NIL money to go become a Navy SEAL. How about waking up and just being like, dude, I'm in college. I'm playing football. I'm the starting core. I'm QB1. Not two. One. QB1. And he's like, I think I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. I mean, that's a baller move, dude. And you got to respect that, dude. That, and I think that's my, my reason I got thinking about it is like you think about today's generation in society. And I mean, for somebody like that, there's so many people in this world that just want to take the path of least resistance. Right? right. And like, OK, what's the easiest thing to do? Continue to be QB1 at Utah State and have a day. Right. <laughs> this guy's like, ah, kind of over it now. And, and make and make a million and a half to two million dollars. And then I owe money next She's year. She's like, Pat Tillman, right? He, he was playing for the Cardinals at the time. Turns down contracts there. No, I'm going to be a Ranger. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the people that, you know, like. That's dedication. That are fighting for us, that have fought for us. The families that are associated with those individuals. Like, I mean, dude, that was wild. Good for him, though, man. They put it on that guy. No, that guy's, that guy's a stud. 
That guy is a stud. Right. Like that is a true definition of a stud. Not somebody who says, "Hey, when I get drafted first overall, I want part ownership oh, in the team." This guy, <laughs> that's right? right. Like what? It's like to me, what? I'd be like, you know what? When you decide to come back, I'm going to draft you. I want you to be a walk on on my team. I don't care what you do. Dude. You're going to be my leader, right? Like, that guy. I'm going to build around you, dude. I was Levi's name, right? Yeah. Okay, right. He, I think it's he, Levi Williams. So at some point he's going to. I mean, this kid, this guy's graduating. I mean, seal yeah. training. Like, yeah. there's no doubt about it, right? Like, he's this is a four. He's this, all this in. This guy's got it. He's right. he's 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 good. He's gonna be speaking in an NFL locker room at some point in the next four or five years on what it takes to be a leader, how to command troops, you know, how to put it all on the line for your teammate, you know, like that's where that you know, I mean, like obviously he's gonna do amazing things for the country, but like that's how he's gonna make an impact now in the NFL world too. I right? think so. Unbelievable. Okay. My second goat. That was that was my goat award. Do you think go- Welcome to the first annual goat awards. Goat first, awards. The first okay. number one goes to <laughs> Levi from Utah State. Number two, Tiger Woods puts himself back on the map. Okay, and I'm not with, talking with the about seven, with the seven foot putt. Listen, okay, so <laughs> he may have had a rough day yesterday, right? He said he mentally needed to get stronger. But I saw an interview with him talking about his son Charlie. Okay, right. And this is, I think, you know, as you be, as you're a child, you don't really understand it. As you become an adult, it's not really understand it. until you maybe become a parent. It doesn't really hit home, right? But they interviewed Charlie, and they're like, "Hey, does does your dad does he like try to get in your head while you're on the golf course?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Always trying to get in my head." And Tiger starts laughing behind him, and they're like, "They're like, well, when do you think you'll stop?" He laughs. He goes, he "Goes not until I can't get in his head." And they're like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, I'll chirp at him. I'm going to get in his head until the day that he can block me out. Because if I can get in his head, that means somebody else can get in his head. Right. So, I mean, dude, I was like, okay. And you start thinking about the work that people put in, right? It's like if you want to go through the motions and you want to be like, hey, I'm going to be a professional golfer. And you're like, I'm going to go hit a bucket of balls every other Wednesday and roll a couple of putts on Sunday. Like, that's just not going to get it done. And no. whether it's real estate, right? You can't check in a couple times a week, make five phone calls and be like, well, nothing this week. I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll throw a post out there on social media and remind everybody that I'm a used car salesman of real estate and uh, hire me because I'm the best, right? And just move on. It's like, I don't think people understand what some of, some people are willing to do to get the job done. You're, you're right. And that's, that's the dedication. Like, what are you willing to do? How much knowledge do you have? Well, it's kind of like that saying I've, I've seen floating out there again. It's like, I know I'll, I'll butcher it, right? Sorry. No, like, the right. way you do anything is the way you do everything. That's You, you hit right? it on the nail. Right? It's yep. like, and it's like, you know, I was talking, even talking to my 12U baseball, my boys team last night. And, and uh, you know, they always work hard. And, and for the most part, they work hard. Right? But, <laughs> but it's like, like, we tried to preach to them. And I was telling them last night, it's like, dude, you can't take a pitch off. Like, you can't. When you take that pitch off, that's when the ball finds you. Like, you don't have time to throw yourself a pity party if you made an error, if you struck out. Like, get over it, move on, get get going. Because what's right. going to happen? That ball's going to find you the next play, right? You're going to stink in the dugout. You're going to be a bad team player. And I think that's what, you know, um, that kind of stuff teaches us. Like, like, sports, especially as you grow up, you know, like, how to be a team player, how to be coachable, how to take direction, how to work together, and like, and make it not all about you. Right. Which leads me to a question. I went on record last night and gave a number. You're a baseball guy. You know baseball. Yeah. What, how, how much time do you think 
on defense, baseball players are actually like in a baseball game. Like how much baseball do you think they're actually playing while they're on defense? Like I'm talking about moving, running, making plays in a nine inning game. Time wise? Time wise. 35 minutes. Really? I told my guys last night, I said, I I bet you guys work less than 10 minutes. Wow. I mean, think about it, right? Like, well, it's an average, right? Because you have, you have nine players, right? I'm thinking like the, the catcher and pitcher are playing the entire game. No, they're, they're so I'm saying an a, so I'm saying an average okay. of about 35 okay. minutes. Okay, so you're dialing it on me. Okay, because I'm not talking to these guys. I'm like <laughs> I'm like to my outfielders. I'm like, dude, why can't you, why can't you work for me on every pitch? Why can't you? you, you like know. like the, the, our pitcher's gonna throw a pitch that's gonna take all of like four seconds, right? Right. They're either hitting it to you or they're hitting it somewhere else. If it's not at you, go back something up. If it's not, if it's a ball or a string and strike, like okay, you're, you're not doing anything. So you, you saw the pitch, you reacted, you didn't do anything like, I'm telling you, like, three seconds adds up over six innings. Like, come on. That's less than 10 so, minutes. So, so, I, ain't, I ain't falling for what they're trying to sell me. <laughs> so so I, I remember when I coached baseball, when this is many, many years ago when our oldest son was playing. So it was about 20-something years ago. We had a guy who, I'm not going to say his name. Oh, say his name. Say his name. <laughs> But he ran onto the rhymes with bike starts with an M. Yes, he was running out into the field one time. He had he still had his rally cap on, and he was running out there with a hot dog. Dude, <laughs> he forgot his glove and he had a hot dog in his hand. I told the kid, what, I told the kid, like, like that's just the craziest thing. And we're like, uh, dude, you need your glove. <laughs> dude, I told. So I get it, right? At younger kids, you know, T-ball, single He was 12. I know. Okay, so that's where <laughs> I'm going with this, right? Like, in the younger age, I get it, right? Like, you eat a hot dog, you're six, seven. You eat a hot dog, bro. You got an extra one, give me one, too. Let's both eat a hot dog, right? I remember telling a kid at, like, 10 you or 11, you club baseball, right? I had two kids sitting on the bench. You know, there's only, only, only nine spots on the field, right? right. Typically, I mean, the two or three are sitting out. I turn around. I had two kids eating eating like a like a frozen ice out of a container. I'm just like, okay. And I go about my business, like right, right. and and uh, then they look at me, they go, Coach, are, are we like are we in next inning? I was like, I looked at them. I, I was like, you know what guys, it's cool. And I was what I told them, like, it's fine guys. Don't worry about it. Just like finish your frozen ice and then just get back to me maybe in an inning or two when you guys are, are you know like done with that and and we'll figure out a plan. <laughs> just like Dude, the, the nerve of that 10-year-old to come at me. Listen, he was coming in hot. I, I ain't scared to go toe-to-toe with a 10-year-old. Man. Well, some of, some of these kids are big now, right? All right. Yesterday. Yes. I I, I put up this this short, right? About Did you see my map post? Yes. I saw your map post. comments on it, okay? Because I got sick and tired of people always saying, it's the market, it's the market, it's the market, right? Right. We know in our group right now, ballpark, in the Ogre Network, we've got how much sitting in escrow? 12? I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say 14, 15 million dollars Yeah, we got got quite a a bit. There's five buyers, one listing, two listings, a couple more active listings, and a couple more pre-approved. Like, the, the market is, people keep Wanting to make excuses for not doing their job. Right. And right now, the easiest scapegoat is, well, the market's not great. The interest rates are higher than 2.5%. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, they have been historically. Like, <laughs> you can't take the one off 2.5% and, 
and like expect like oh I'm gonna wait till it gets back to two and a half. Like, well, move to Alaska, build an igloo, pal. Because <laughs> good, luck, that, good luck with that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so I, I thought about this and I was like, how can I relate this to people? Because we've talked about this a lot. Our job is to create value, is right. to educate our clients so that they can make the decision that best fits them. And right. understanding their why allows us to educate them on the market. And I, right. I started thinking about this. Um, as my mom was in town and she's headed back next week and I'm thinking like, okay, she's got to go to Phoenix. I was like, well, how many ways could you get to Phoenix? Right. I mean, tons, but right. You just type it into maps. Boo, 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 boo. It goes one way. I got three ways popped up on my okay. phone. Right. And it gives me the suggested route. Well, I think in my opinion, right. And I'm sure most people would agree two years ago, two and a half years ago when this market was insane and every Every Timbuktu, Jill, Jack, and Sally ran down to the Nevada State Real Estate Division Board and took their test two, three, four, five, six times till they passed it, got their license, and like, hey, I'm a real estate agent. I can sell houses. I'm on selling whatever the show is, right? I'm like, I'm blast, put anybody on blast, right? I'm on well, selling like, Vegas. Right? Like, I'm on, I, I saw them do it on HGTV. It must be that easy. And my right? new email is edsellsvegas <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> I've never had that, by the way. Lies, <laughs> lies. But I think so. Now we get to the point is that now we're starting to see a thinning of the herd. And why? Yep. What's the market? It's the interest. No, it's not. It's because you got into the industry under false uh, intentions. I right. guess would may- maybe be my direction is that they they saw low barriers to entry. Because anybody could go take the test once you got your 90 hours in. Right. They saw, well, I got a friend. They got a friend. They want to sell their houses. Like, how hard can it be? I've seen it done on TV. And now when they actually have to put in the work, it's not their fault that really. It's a real estate industry as a whole. It's having problems, right? It's just that they don't want to put in that work. And so it gets to the point what we've been building, education, training platforms. The, the proof is in the numbers. Right. Right? Like, we don't need the shiny award that says I was voted number one in my cubicle uh, that shows up on Tuesdays and works between <laughs> nine and eleven, right? Like, right? It's like just grind. Like, let's figure out what we got in escrow. Let's see how it affects our clients and how you know ultimately like the job we do will be represented by the referrals we get and things like that. But it just kind of leads down that path. Is that you can hire your friend, right? You can hire your family member, and they might be good agents. I don't know. I don't know them, right? But at the end of the day, is it's like okay, if I'm going to go into a transaction where I'm talking about. 200,000, 400,000, a million, nine and a half million dollar escrow. Do I want to hire my buddy because they're my friend? Or do I want to hire somebody that's going to go to work? Like, this is this is their wheelhouse, right? Like, you know, who, what you, I'm hire my, for that? who you hire matters. And I can tell you that. Okay. So we do have a nine and a half million dollar deal right. in escrow. Um, and yesterday, I get, a, I get an email at, 4.45 in the evening. Yesterday's the end of feasibility studies, a commercial deal, so it's the end of due diligence, basically. That was feasibility, folks. Feasibility. feasibility. I, didn't, I can't say that two or three times. Feasibility. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, he has $100,000 in escrow. Okay. So as of, to, as of yesterday, that $100,000 becomes non-refundable. And can I add one detail to this? Sure. You have also been a little under the weather. I, not 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 a hundred percent. Oh, like for a week, you know, just yeah. fighting some fighting life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, I mean, listen, it wasn't a break situation where you almost died or crashed into no. A wall, but for you, okay, close enough. But yeah, <laughs> nonetheless, definitely not feeling. No, I, I was definitely sick. So he sends me an email and he calls me. He goes, "Hey, have you 
did you look at your email? I was like, yeah, I'm reading through it now. No. So, and I was reading through it when he called. And he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think we're going to have to cancel. And I'm like, okay, why are we going to cancel? He's like, well, these people just changed the terms. Now our down payment is not one point something million. Now it's two point something million. Plus they want another $800,000 that they want to hold as, uh, as a, uh, a cushion to make sure something happens. Right. Um, reserves that they want to hold. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I told you I had options for you. He's like, yeah. I'm like, but unfortunately, we're talking about this, and it's 5.30 in the afternoon now because we've been on the phone for a while. And going the clock's ticking, right? And, and what are we down to Yeah, now? yeah. We're down Six to— Six and a half hours? Maybe. I we, mean, if you file it by midnight? Yeah. Right? Yeah, we got, we got a couple hours we got to do this, yeah. right? And I'm like, what are we going to do? And he's like, well, I don't know if, I wanna, if I'm willing to lose $100,000. Right. And I'm like, okay, do you trust me? It's like taking over the world. Do you trust me? He's like, he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. I know we can get this done through different channels, right? And you already got an approval, so it's not that you didn't get approval. You got an approval. You just don't like the terms. But what if I can beat those terms with other avenues? And I started mentioning the other avenues. You know, maybe do DSCR loans. Maybe do something else, maybe do some hard money temporary for you to increase the rates and, and add value to the property. Like, there's a lot of different ways to go. He's like, okay, that, all that sounds good. When do you think we'll find out? I'm like, well, you need to make a decision before we find out if you're willing to lose a hundred grand or not. Now, granted. At this point, at this point, like, how confident are you that you've got this guy's 100000 protected? I'm pretty confident. Okay. I'm probably 85% that we're going to get this done one yeah. way or another. Yeah, yeah. 85%. There's a 15% chance because there's always a chance. Right. Right? But there's about an 85 to 90% chance that I know we can, we can find another way to do this. Right. That's going to save you money, A, make terms better for you, and give you the avenue that you need in order to save the money. And not lose your hundred thousand, and still end up right because because you talk about it all the time, right? Is we have to know what our clients want to do. What's right. their why? Exactly. So I exactly. know that for a fact his why is he already owns eighty units here. Right. He's buying these eighty because with the total combined hundred and sixty units that he now owns in Vegas, he can leave California, move to Vegas. He has a house here, sell his businesses in California. And just live in Vegas now where his mom lives, where his sister's moving back to, and he could be here and help them, right? And be in the area. So I'm like, okay, perfect. So that's his goal. So this is an opportunity where we can help you get there. I go to sleep last night. I'm like, all right. I wake up this morning at 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, okay. I, I was going to say, like, <laughs> the, mo- the, morning is not, the morning is not what we're thinking here. No. This is not a 7, 8 o'clock, get up, stretch, have a cup of coffee. This I was going to shoot for 2.30, but okay. This so is 3.30. Slept, so I slept, slept in. in. Yeah, slept yeah. In. I slept okay. in. 3.30 got up, and I'm like, okay. Time to take it. Rain Man starts yeah, popping yeah, out. Yeah, like, I start. Like, if you were a cartooner in a movie, this is when, like, the square root symbols, the light bulbs <laughs> pop up, the, the squared, the power of X, Y, Z equals A, B, 9, 12, <laughs> carry the three. Like, that's exactly. what's going on. Exactly. Here. All right. So I, I get like up, I I like get up at, three, at 3.30. I'm like, okay, let me start working on this. I start working on solutions. I'm like, okay, if we do this, this, and we do this this way, and we do this here, and we can maneuver this. This is what we need. So I send it to one avenue. I send, okay, here's all the contract. Here's everything. 
here are the comps for the units, what their what their value is, actual value versus what we're picking them up for, which is at a reduced price because I'm good at negotiating. Um, so once we have all that set up, I'm like, okay, this guy's going to look at it. You just don't take the price that they give you? No, I, I negotiate. Oh, I, that's what I do. So there's so, multiple ways to get Okay. Yeah, on. there's multiple ways to get ah, to the result. Okay, okay, so I okay, get them everything, okay. right? And I'm like, okay. I call this other guy and I'm like, okay, I need you to do this. By 10 o'clock this morning, we had a third of it already ready to go financed. Okay. We're saving him approximately, I would say, 50% to 60% on the cost of doing business. Really? And we're saving him about 40% on his payment versus what he was doing on his own. Now, the crazy thing is, is I told him to do it this way at the very beginning. When we sat down and talked about this deal, I said, hey, let's do it this way. He's like, no, I have my guy that's going to do it this way. Everybody has their guy. And I was like, all right, you do it your way. The 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 thing is, he knew once he once he hit the 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 barrier of entrance, he hit the wall, and he's yeah. like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do." Then he's like, "Okay, what do you think?" And I'm like, "Okay, let let me I work think we on it." Done it my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't say that, but I was like, "All right, but let's figure it out." And now I'm like, I just got off the phone with him right before walking in here with you, and I'm like, "Hey, by Monday, I'll have it all financed for you. Like, we'll be able to close in two to three weeks." And therein lies the, the the point where you started, like who you hires matter. And it's not it's not real estate, just real estate. Like it's right? everything. It's, it's everything. Like you the, do. like your breaks. I was just gonna go there. Like, I love it. Right. Your yeah, breaks, you're right? right? You didn't take your breaks to an oil change company and right. say, "Hey, can you fix my breaks?" No, you took it to a brake guy that you know you trust. That you know that when you hit the brakes, it's gonna stop. Right. Shout and he, out. And shout out, shout out Mr. Break. There Mr. You Break. Go. And Mark over there, right? I got to go over there and put him on blast, put him on the video. And he's already busy as can be. But what I respect out of it, which is kind of what you're saying too, is that regardless of how he felt, he knew, he knew the end goal. Right. He knew what needed to happen. He was going to do it the best way he could. And there were different avenues like he wanted to work through to make sure that it was done right. You have so many people cutting corners these days that are going for the easy fix to grab a quick buck. And you know what? Like, oh, if that deal's not going to work, okay, hey, man, Larry, sorry, that, that's your 100 grand. That's not mine. Like, hey, you want to cancel it? Fine, good, cool, man. I'll, I'll go in the next. Like, they're so transaction oriented. They don't understand the big one. They don't build the relationships. They don't know what you know. They don't know what you know. Like, so people aren't putting in that extra mile. To make sure that deals get done, relationships get built. Like, I mean, maybe this guy goes and finds another deal, but there was no reason to. Right. But some agents would have folded and freaked out at that moment and just gone into full panic mode. Like, okay, should we get the cancellation ready? Should we do this? Like, I, I don't want to lose your 100000 but you stayed calm. You stayed collected. You got your stuff done, <laughs> and everybody's having a good time today. And that's kind of like, like uh, over when I got the breaks done. Guy's like, okay, this is what, based on what you're telling me, I got two options. I want to explore both routes to give you my recommendation. He understood my why. Right. Why was, I don't want this thing to turn into a fireball rolling through an intersection, <laughs> right? Like, he understood my why. I'm not trying That's to a big die, why, yeah. Right? So he's like, okay, here's two options. We're going to go down both. We're going to come back. I'm going to educate you. We're going to make a decision. You're going to make a decision based on the information I give you. Right. I made it, okay? He started going down that path. And this is where I can really respect what he did. He calls me and he goes, he goes, man. I go, what's up, Mark? He goes, he goes, it wasn't what I thought. He goes, and I'm calling you. He goes, I'm super sorry, but I, I'm 100% certain what it is now. And 
I know I quoted you one price. It's going to be a little bit more, but I know this is the problem. And if we don't fix it this way, I can't tell you that I've done it 100% the right way. I could do it the other way, but I couldn't tell you it was 100% fixed where I'm comfortable with it. And I was like, how much more? And he, just, he gave me the price. I was like, okay. I mean, that's double the price. But I'm like, we're talking about brakes here. Yeah. We're talking about firing fireball of death, right? <laughs> so I'm like, but the way that he handled the situation, kind of like you talking to that client, like he was so confident in his decision. He, he obviously done the research. I felt that trust. I, he built that relationship with me and he had earned that from previous encounters with him to take him in. And I was like, done. I'm like, just how long is it going to take? He's like, oh, it's going to take a long, it's going to take longer. I'm like, okay, what are we talking? Like a day, two days, like, like three hours. I'm like, okay, I was going to give it to you for two hours. Like, yeah, I'll come by like at four o'clock. Right. <laughs> but it's like, to your point, like people have, have, there's a lot of people that just go the easiest way. The path of least resistance. A to B is one route. And if there's traffic there, they don't deviate. If there's the road closed, they don't deviate. Right. And it's like, you have to be able to, and understanding that people's why, understanding what our role is in their lives, you have to be able to adapt and, and, and deviate. And that's what I think sets us apart from other people. And, you know, it's, and like I tell my kids, like, that's what will set you apart from, you know, in school, in, in sports, like those that are willing to go that extra mile. And, and willing to, things. and willing to, to sacrifice. Yeah. And, and figure out, right. Cause it's easy, right? And like you were saying, because you were saying about your oldest, right? When he was he was in an awkward phase and his hitting, right. and all these people were cheating on their hits and their the way their their stance and everything. And you were like, just trust the process. Yeah, yeah. Trust the I, process. I can tell you by and now at he's they're ugly, right? They're and ugly now scenes. he's now he's banging it out of the park and he's having a great time and it's fun now. But it went through a time when it wasn't yeah. fun because his friends were doing all the all the things that they thought were the right things. And what he thought was when you were telling him, hey, this is the right thing, and now it's paid off. So that's what we have to do. We have to continue the path, right? And you have to, you have to figure out, okay, do I go along with everybody else and follow the one route that everybody's going? Or it could be, a, be a, a sheep. Or do I make my own route? Right. And do I use another, another avenue that's going to get me there? It may take longer. It might, ha- it might have obstacles. But when I get there, I'm going to be that much better when I get there 100%. because of it. And, I, and again, I think that's where we are even in our industry, in the real estate industry. The people that have been in it for years, like yourself, you know, like the good, the bad, the ugly, and yeah. how to get around it. People like me who got into it on this side of it, when it, they, we only knew one side. Okay. But now we're getting to the point to where it's like, okay, now you're at the Y in the road. Do you go down the road of... Hey, we can make this work. We just all right, we had a good run with Easy Street. <laughs> right. Now we got to work. And that's fine because I love what I do. Or it's like, oh my God, this is so hard. I'm freaking out. I'm going to lose the earnest money. I, I don't know what to do. do. Houses aren't closing in two days. Uh, my, my buyers are, are not having as much credit as they like. It's like, man, like those people are going to be, you can't think that way, man. I was talking, I was talking to uh, our lender and he's like, man, every deal now is a problem. Every deal I'm working with, and I'm like, you're looking at it at it the wrong way. Because I think mindset's 100% of everything in your life, sure. right? So I said, you're looking at it wrong. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, because if we were busy back like a year and a half ago where you couldn't even breathe because transactions were coming at you hot and heavy, mm-hmm. you didn't have time to take care of these people. Right. Now you're taking them because you don't have the business. 
So now you're actually helping people that need your help, not people that just need a transaction. So yeah, they're a little more difficult. They're a little more time consuming, but you're helping people. And now is when now is when you sharpen. Now is when metal sharpens metal. Now is when you're learning. Now Listen, is when you're, you're you're doing that. Now is when you go back to your childhood childhood, and you remember the game that taught us how to be wealthy. You know monopoly. I mean? Monopoly. There you go. You That's know, the game. <laughs> life comes down to monopoly. You get your two hundred dollars from Pasago. Like, right? nobody ever wins the game by not buying the properties. <laughs> nobody, nobody wins the game by not being creative, right? Like, I'm let buying, it ride. <laughs> like, when we get into Monopoly, I'm buying everything. I'm using all the money I got, and I'll use that trade trade bait later. Like, I'll get real <laughs> creative later. But it's like in the now, I'm gonna build my portfolio, and I'll get creative with my uh, with my pieces and my properties at a later time. Where now it's like, like now you get into the point where it's like. No, I can't spend. It. I just want to. They're operating out of scarcity. Yep. I, just, I just need to. I just need to hopefully get through. Uh, go around the board one time. Collect my two hundred dollars in, in Pasco and hope I don't get uh, put in jail or, or you know chance. Land, land on boardwalk with <laughs> or a chance or yeah, right? yeah, community like, chester. And listen, I'm going to win a second place in the beauty contest. <laughs> you know, like, like I think, I think yeah, like, you win the beauty guy. <laughs> I get a luxury tax of twenty five dollars. <laughs> I think ultimately it comes down to. I think I think we could probably learn a lot from. The game of life and the game of monopoly, right? Like, yep. like you go through life, you you pick your your career route, your education route, you get your marriage, you get your kids, your everything is happy, happy go lucky. Then you lose your job on one of them. <laughs> then you then you hit this and you, you get divorced. You're, 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 oh, wow, I wasn't going that far. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's on been the game. Been there, done that. <laughs> then you then you land on the space, your brakes went out. <laughs> you know, it's like but I, car problems. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling it. you, man. I think we can learn a lot. If we go back and analyze the instructions, maybe that's what we need to do. We need to post the instructions for the game of Monopoly and the game of life and figure out it might be somebody's cheat code. There you go. It could help out a lot of people. It Reread might. those. Yep. Reread those. All right, buddy. You have a great weekend. That's all we got today, huh? That's all we got today. Today's been a stressful. It's been a stressful week. Well, you know what? It's it's just the beginning. We're gonna. It's going to be a great... Upcoming days. December's going to be awesome. Christmas is coming. Now we can actually celebrate Christmas. Yeah, it's wild. Now you're happy. Kermit, Kermit came out today. Said, "Man, he couldn't believe it was already December first. Felt like just yesterday it was November." Oh, Kermit's not wrong. <laughs> no, Kermit's not. not wrong. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>